0: Experience Milwaukee is presented by Visit Milwaukee, our city's award-winning convention and visitors bureau. Show music is provided by Milwaukee's own Nuski. And now, let's get into the show. Hello, Milwaukee!
1: Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Milwaukee is fun-loving, up-and-coming, a rising
2: star. And now, let's get into excite. the episode. Bob Wills, owner of Clock Shadow Creamery. To me, Milwaukee is food paradise.
0: There are a few words I I get afraid of misspelling, and clock is one of them.
1: Clock is now up there for me, too. Thanks a lot.
0: (laughs) And uh, not only did I misspell and leave out a letter in the link, but then I was making the Google Doc, and I was copying and pasting from that link. Awesome. So it was all over the Google Doc, so I had to do another (laughs) scan of that thing and make sure, you know, it was all good. Hey, Adam. Hey, Steve. Uh, How are you today? I like that you said it right
1: before you clicked record. You're like, oh, there's a countdown. Shoot.
0: I always forget, you know, when we're doing these things in remote studios, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe remote studios. I always forget, but now oh, we're back, we're back, we're back. I know, we're back. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects.
1: Please go on in great detail.
0: It's uh cheese.
1: cheese. Cheese.
0: And we've got Bob from Clock Shadow Creamery. Bob, how are you today?
2: I'm doing great today, thanks.
0: Bob, uh, I had to... Uh, fight off my wife from all the... She wanted to ask all the questions because she is... We're, we're both fans of, of cheese, but she is a super fan of everything you make.
2: Well, you should put her on. <laughs> she, I sent her <laughs> to work,
0: Bob. I told her to leave immediately.
2: She had to go to work.
0: <laughs> it's my show. Um, but uh, before we jump into that, what Adam and I typically do is pretend that we in our, in our audience, knows not, they know nothing about our guests. And, um, and we just are wondering, like, who the heck is Bob and what do you do?
2: Yeah. So I'm a, a Wisconsin master cheese maker, um, which is a real thing. Um, and I own, um, in addition to Clock Shadow Creamery, I own Cedar Grove Cheese in Plain, Wisconsin, which is up northwest of Madison a ways. Mm-hmm. And I've had that business for a little over 33 years. And, um, and so 10 years ago, um, I thought, you know, when I was growing up in Milwaukee, I never would have thought of being a cheesemaker. It wasn't a career option. And uh, wouldn't it be nice to open a cheese factory in, in Milwaukee and, and make that an opportunity for people? You would think a lot of people would have that on their minds here, you know, as far as I can tell, there had never been a cheese factory in Milwaukee. Wow, and you know part of the reason is cheese factories originated as a way to store milk, mm-hmm. and so in the urban areas, all the milk was going into the city and getting either um you know churned for butter or made into fresh products and the ice cream and milk. Um, and so there wasn't really a need to store the product in the areas around the cities. And so the cheese production was being done out in the countryside. Interesting.
0: We learn something every day.
2: Every day. I knew I was going to learn a lot.
1: Today. I thought, I thought I would, because I know very little about, I love cheese. I love eating cheese and all the cheese related eating. But yes. when it comes to making it, I I'm an idiot.
0: I think we just take for granted. There's always cheese available.
1: Maybe that's what everywhere. It is. It's everywhere so we go. Uh, it's so abundant. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point.
2: Um, well, and that is part of our challenge, of course. Sure, that, right. That, that people consider cheese to be abundant. Right. <laughs> <And so,
0: laughs> you um, can't really, stop, Bob.
2: <laughs> yeah, and so getting uh, getting people to appreciate uh, a newcomer, uh, as we did, started out ten years ago. Uh huh. And and to explore and try new varieties and and, and appreciate the, uh, the the advantages of a local business is uh, you know that we have to overcome that hurdle of oh and more cheese
0: <laughs> yeah whoever says that
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. They don't do, yeah anyway yeah so you Bob you just said it you uh, Clock Shadow Creamery just recently celebrated its tenth birthday.
2: Yeah, that was a fun party. What a milestone. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. That's huge. Yeah, we blocked off the road and we had uh some of our customers um, you know, who do who take our cheese and do fun things with it come come in and set up booths and and um and had music and it was a great time. That's cool.
0: That's cool. Okay, forgive
2: what? my ignorance. Yeah fun things with cheese.
1: Are you talking like (laughs) cheese sculptures or just different
2: ways to prepare cheese to eat? You know, there may have even been somebody carving cheese there that day. Of course. Yes. Nice. But in, but in general, um, what I was talking about is, you know, um, people are putting cheese curd on pizzas and, and, uh, you know, to, putting them in the omelets and nice um you know we were we were frying up some of uh some of my favorite product which is our um, cheesy q okay Ooh, which what's is, a cheesy um, q so it's a brazilian style cheese that on the beaches in brazil they'll come around with a little hibachi mm-hmm. and they'll um bring you cheese on a skewer and they'll grill it up on the on the hibachi so it's a cheese that's designed to to brown on the outside and get a little crispy on the outside, but not melt. And so it's warm and, you know, slight, slightly soft in the interior and, and a really great snack. And uh, then we took, then we decided since we had a, you know, a, a Brazilian cheese that's traditionally made on a Japanese grill that we would add bratwurst flavorings uh, to it also. So we now have a, a bratwurst flavored cheesy queue that, is um i think the perfect tailgate cheese oh
0: absolutely you know i purposely ate before this episode yeah and and i'm not helping bob i should have eaten before this
1: episode because my mouth is watering i
0: know uh all
1: sounds amazing god that sounds so good
0: so let me ask a dumb question for for listeners who might be a little bit unfamiliar where the heck is clock shadow creamery located and is it also a storefront can you buy
2: stuff there Yeah. So, um, so we have the ground floor on the clock shadow building, which is a a pretty interesting story all in itself, but it's between first and second street at Bruce in Walker's point. Mm -hmm. So it's walking distance from downtown, but, um, it's a neighborhood that 10 years ago when we started out was a bit rough. Um, mostly at that point, um, uh, abandoned industrial warehouses, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, over the last 10 years, it has become the place to be. I think there are a lot of new, a lot of new businesses, a lot of, um, artisan food production and great restaurants. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, we feel like we had at least a small part in encouraging people to to uh, renovate that neighborhood.
0: Absolutely. That's it's second street is if not the favorite, it's one of my favorite streets in, in Milwaukee and has been for probably the last year or two. There's just so much to do.
2: Yeah. I mean, there've been, there's been some good restaurants down there for a long time. Uh, La Miranda, um, Peter's just been a pioneer in the, in the food industry in Milwaukee and, and, um, and, and then some of the older ones, the stubbies, and but the uh, the real addition of new coffee, uh, new coffee, mint roaster, new um, ice cream ma- manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purple Door started out by sharing space with us, and then after about a year, a year and a half, they were growing so fast they needed their own space. Right. And um, and then yeah, and then there's chocolate manufacturer on. On Second Street, and um, it's it's a great neighborhood. Does Purple Door use some of your product? Yeah. So Purple Door, um, one of my favorite ice creams, um, is a us too. <laughs> is a quark a, a quark ice cream? Mm-hmm. So they take the the quark, which is a German style cream cheese that we're kind of well known for,
0: which my wife and loves.
2: They, and they incorporate that into their ice cream, and um, I like it because ice cream's a little sweet for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that just the addition of a little bit of the cheese to it, um, yeah, I mean, you've got to try it to understand it, but with that, with that and blueberries or some you know fruit flavoring in there, it is, it is really awesome ice cream.
0: That's cool. That's cool. Um, Adam, we, yes, you said it. We love the ice cream.
1: Yeah. Just in general, the ice cream is fantastic. Let alone like, you know, what they're using to make it. And also the crazy flavors that they come (laughs) up with. So
0: amazing. It
1: It just gets me. I love it. Um,
0: so, Hey, Bob, like, uh, 10 years, let's just focus on the 10 years at, uh, in the in the csc i like to call it but we'll call it clock shadow creamery um <laughs> but uh what have been sort of the uh you, you maybe hinted on some of these but what have sort of been the ups and downs in just running the business itself
2: it's a business that's developed differently than i anticipated maybe um even though we have this nice retail store there and the ability to for people to come in and view the production and all that it's a um it hasn't had the traffic that that I had expected in the retail, mm-hmm. um, and and so what traffic we do get tends to be a bit seasonal. You know, when summerfest is on or, the, or other festivals, there's more people in the neighborhood. Oh, sure. Um, which is kind of a nightmare for parking, and I think yeah. helps our business in one aspect and hurts it in others. The tour the tourist business is. You know has been pretty good so when covid hit uh, and all of our restaurant customers closed and the uh, tourism business stopped it w- it was a very challenging period for for our business and Not we bad. closed for, closed for a few months. I brought some of the cheese makers over to over to our other factory i and I had um, my son who who operates the business down there um just kept the store open and ran through inventory and took some cheese from our other from our other factory and kept inexpensive food coming so that people in the neighborhood would have a, a place to shop for it. But, mm-hmm. um, but it was scary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But...
2: And fortunately our landlords were also pretty, um, helpful getting through that. Yeah. And now it's, you know, now it's been gradually building back up again, but there's still a lot of instability in the restaurant business for the, for the people we serve there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other interesting aspect of it is that, you know, my focus is on local and we're making a lot of fresh products that we, you know, that, that we think benefit by being fresh and that, you know, and, and that, uh, we encourage people to come in and get their cheese curds the same day they're made and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it turned out that we're kind of local for Chicago too. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so we, so we have more business out of Chicago than I had originally anticipated, which has been a real upside for us.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. Do you, yeah, that's,
2: uh,
1: that's gotta be really
2: helpful to keep you going
1: for another 10, another 20, ten, thirty, forty 30, 40 years. Fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Right. Uh, I'll ask you a wild card, uh, kind of, uh, Adam usually brings out the wild card questions.
1: I like that you're. Uh, I like that you're doing it today, you, Steve. This is at, cool.
0: It only took four years, Adam, for for you to <laughs> for you to come up with the wild yeah. card question. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, so Bob, you know, there's a there's there are strong opinions on both sides of, uh, say, uh, Milwaukee and its identity around cheese, and maybe even the state as a whole, and cheese heads and all that stuff, and um, I. I personally just embrace it and say, hey, if we're known for that, awesome. Let's keep cranking it up. Do you have an, a, a take either way or a point of view on any of that stuff? Of course.
2: <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it's interesting because if you go way back in the history of the cheese industry in Wisconsin, um, we started making cheese here and sending it out to the East Coast and even over to Europe. And it was known as Wisconsin, Greece. We made the shittiest cheese in the world. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) nice. We edit that out if you need to. No, we're Uh, fine. Yeah. Then, um, you know, then the, the government um, created this structure here to regulate and, um, and it's stricter than any other place in the country. So both in terms of food safety and, and, and other standards, um, we're way above everybody. And then there's, you know, and then there's been a lot of between the university and the um, Wisconsin um, dairy farmers, of Wisconsin, the marketing board and the, and the state they've put a lot of resources into supporting the cheese industry to where Wisconsin now is just known worldwide as having the best cheese and Mm -hmm. the, the widest variety of cheeses and the highest quality. And we win just a ton of awards in every competition that 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 there is nationally, internationally. So I think there's really good reason for Wisconsinites to be to embrace and be proud of the uh, of being known as cheeseheads.
0: Nice, Adam, you're a major
1: cheesehead. That is incredible, too. I didn't know the I didn't know the the backstory. Right right on that the Wisconsin grease thing kills me that's (laughs) that's crazy I still still would have eaten it yeah nothing like a swift kick in the butt to get you (laughs) turned around quick and now and look at us now I um I have a good friend of mine that I when I let her know that I have a podcast she said oh my gosh do you guys just talk about cheese all day and I was (laughs) like "Wow, I we don't this is the
0: first cheese besides you know we've done things a, a couple on cheese curds
1: on cheese curds but, yeah but we've yeah, never we've had a cheese stuff. expert
0: right a cheese master yep well and and focused on
1: just cheese itself right it's always been kind of just something that we've we've known but never really embraced right. i guess yep
2: yeah sometimes we just uh, take for granted um, what's in our backyards
1: so. exactly a
2: hundred percent yeah that's exactly what that's
0: exactly anyway, what to be we've here. done <laughs> cool cool um so what's uh how do you go about the process of um new product development or different twists on yeah. the cheese and you know you talked about um you know, adding the bratwurst flavor to that, um, but other things like that. We, you know, what? How do you go through that process? And and what's what should we all, we, Milwaukee, Chicago, the all, the whole area, the whole state, what should we be thinking about for uh, what's coming up and coming out over at uh, Clock Shadow Creamery?
2: Well, some of it's you know response to requests. So if we find out that there's a cheese that. Um, people have not been able to get and, 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 and that, um, we can make them, then we work on doing that. So there were people who wanted a, a basket ricotta, okay. um, which is sort of a traditional Italian, uh, dish that people will serve for dessert. Sometimes it's just like, it looks, looks like a little pie. Um, and then they'll drizzle something over it and just eat it so we started making some some of that and we've you know we've got a nice a nice business for ricotta cheese um, we don't sell a lot of it but it's something we did because no one else was was able to do that then other things you know, I was talking with a a local artist and he likes to combine his artwork with food and beverages and things like that mm-hmm. and we were just discussing you know what our what our styles of creativity were. And we both agreed that we like to take something that's a little bit common that people think they understand all about and, um, you know, and and it's familiar to people and then, and then just tweak it a little bit. So, so as a result of that conversation, we started making a double cream Colby. Oh my gosh. um, Which was, you know, it's just a, like a Colby cheese, but a richer version of it. And, and um you know, something that no one else makes. Sure. I mean there are those like like myself who are kind of cheese purists and we don't really want a whole lot of junk in our cheese. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who just like love to see how it matches up with every kind of vegetable, pepper, um and uh fruit and I think I had one customer who asked for Skittles in their cheese one time. <laughs> which, Adam. Wow! <laughs> way to call
1: me out, Bob. Uh, this it's a, not, I'm this is just a
2: horrible idea. By the way, <laughs> I,
1: I I feel like I understand what they were going for—mixing the sweet with the with the more savory, salty. But still, hard pass. I don't think I. If if somebody offered that up to me, I'd be like, ah, yeah, no yeah, thanks.
2: Yeah. I'm good. Well, well, your your judgment would be correct on that. Yes. <laughs>
0: Bob, what are some uh, some restaurants you know people would know, or they you know, and would maybe don't know that your
2: your cheese is there? Camino does like the greatest poutine. It is delicious. Cheese. Yeah, um, oh. and I I think, but Camino might be the best restaurant that nobody really knows is a great restaurant. <laughs>
0: it's got they have fantastic food.
2: They do. It definitely is a hidden gem.
0: So uh, if people want all the cheese, we're the best places to connect with uh, Clock Shadow Creamery. I mean, are you guys on the socials, the internets, all that stuff.
2: Based on the difficulty I had getting onto this conversation <laughs> and my level of technology on this. Um, but I know that we have some peop- some younger people who run our, our social media. Socials. So sure. We're on Instagram and we're on... On the Facebook, on Facebook, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sort of throwing things out there because um, <laughs> <laughs> I do Facebook sometimes, which shows that I'm old, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all do sometimes, you know. You got to, I guess. Absolutely. Um, and then the uh, clockshadowcreamery.com dot com has got right, sort of so the our, hub,
2: our, our web page. Yep. Yeah,
0: of everything there, and um, and or just get your butts out over there on Bruce Street and stop by.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, look for us in the grocery stores, and encourage the grocery stores to to carry our stuff if they're not already.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, a- absolutely.
2: We need to sell oh somewhere in the neighborhood of a quarter million pounds a year out of that cheese factory.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and given that um, there's what six hundred thousand people in the in, in the city, that means everybody there has to eat at least a half a pound a year of my cheese, and then we're good.
0: Done. Already did it. No problem here. Not even January January 15th or something. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah.
1: All right.
2: Adam? Are you planning on bringing tours back? So, part of our motivation in starting the Cheese Factory, of course, was to educate people. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's this great opportunity because you can go to the zoo and you can see the cows that get milked at the zoo, and the milk from the zoo comes to to clock shadow. And so you can then see how the milk gets converted into cheese. And, um, you know, and, and we're always happy to explain the process. And we have a video and stuff that, that teaches about it. But one of the things when we got shut down for COVID was we discovered that those staffing that we needed in order to do tours wasn't paying off. Sure. So we were doing better financially without, um, without that extra staffing. So we're really in this quandary where our purpose of educating is a, is sort of in conflict with our ability to survive. Oh, <laughs> bummer! Yeah. Um, so I think what we're going to try to do is like choose certain days of the week, or you know, like promote certain times of that we that we can do a tour. Um, it's really the summers are the best for our tours because we then would like take somebody up on the roof and they would show them the the green roof on the building that, um, and the rainwater collection, and talk about the geothermal wells and like, it's the greenest building in the, in the city, I think. Um, and so it's fun to show off all that stuff as well as to tell the cheese story. I don't know when it's going to happen. I think, I think we will get back to some level of giving tours again, but not the way it used to be.
1: Okay, as long as you're going to do tours yeah, again, yeah. I'm happy. I'll be, up, I'll be there. Friday. I really want to yeah. go on one. I I'm, I realized very quickly as we started talking that I know nothing, and I'm very curious to know more. So I'll ha- I'll I'll definitely hop on a tour if they're if the, if and when they're offered again. You should give the tours, Adam. Oh
2: yeah, totally. I'll give the tours. <laughs> Hi, I know nothing. I'm oh, learning what? with you guys. <laughs> Well, well, you know, like the, the Milwaukee, uh, the tour buses and stuff that stop by. In, yeah. They, they, they come by all the time and their tour guides have gotten pretty good. Like they listened to us do it enough times that they now do a really good tour. So
0: yeah, they're awesome. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Well guys, this was awesome. Bob, thank you so much for jumping on. Yeah, thank you. Bob. Yeah. I learned a ton and now I'm, I'm even more excited about cheese than I ever was. And I was pretty excited about it.
1: As as a Wisconsin native, I never knew I could get more excited yes. about cheese. Same. I thought we were always at peak Same. cheese excitement level.
2: Yeah, and you know, and and if your wife does want to come down um and you know, meet me down there, I'd be happy to give her the answer all her questions all right. too. <laughs> what what days are you
0: typically down there?
2: Oh, that's hard to predict.
0: Okay. Well we'll um, we'll randomly but, stop by a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds great. All right, guys. It was good talking with y'all. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Have a great day, Adam, Steve.
0: You know.
1: And now, Milwaukee Zone, Newski.